It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. Now, I remember you telling a story about a student uh, who was not, and actually I've heard the student tell this story too, who wasn't remembering their dreams, but you made a suggestion and then they had this profound experience. So I'm wondering if maybe you can relate that, you know, briefly and then share how someone could set an intention to start remembering their dreams, say if they weren't in a seminar, is there something they can do to kickstart remembering their dreams again? Well, the, the first thing is is just to have a remembrance around why you've shut yourself off from your dream world. You know, to disconnect from your dream space, that does not happen by accident. In fact, nothing happens by accident. Everything happens on purpose. And But that's the real troubling piece here because if we're only looking at what's going on outside of us, we'll never get to the deeper meaning that's driving whatever it is that we're experiencing outside of ourselves. And so this really has to do with being willing and ready to go more inward, go into yourself, go into your psyche, go into your subconscious, go into your dream space. But in order to do that, we've got to be able to recognize that we are being ran, R-A-N, we are being ran by this lower energy pattern to either shut down, disconnect, or just downright avoid what's really going on inside of us. So we're either disconnecting ourselves from what's actually happening within, we're avoiding like the plague what's going on with inside of ourselves, for whatever our reasons. We don't understand it. We're really afraid of it. We have a lot of guilt around it. Whatever with each person is going to be kind of unique to that individual. And so when someone goes for a long period of time where they're not remembering their dreams, it's because they either got overwhelmed around something that was going on in their life and and part of that overwhelm was coming from within them. In other words, some part of them was attempting to show them something on the inside that was going on, but they wouldn't have anything to do with it for whatever, again, their reason. And so that's when they start to shut it down. Again, everything happens because there's a reason. You know, there's a reason why I'm shutting myself down from remembering my dreams. That did not just happen by accident. Something was going on in my life way back when that was then getting reflected in a very loud way in my inner life. And I I was having already a difficult time seeing it in my outer life. I was already in avoidance of what was going on in my outer life. I definitely don't want to see it in my inner life. So now I've got to shut it down. And because we can shut down, we learn how to do this from somebody else, from maybe one of our parents or a sibling or a friend. We learn how to do these things. And then for the most part, we do them unconsciously. So when the pressure builds, bammo, there's a shutdown. When the pressure builds, I get my sneakers on and I run for the hills. I'm now in a state of avoidance 
of whatever that is that I don't want to look at, that I don't want to see, I don't want to recognize, I don't want to remember, right? And again, I'm entitled to that. That's me exercising my free will. Now, it might not be the best way to exercise my free will in terms of where the path that that's leading me down, but nonetheless, I'm exercising my free will. And so that's where it starts, is to recognize that there's something going on here that I don't want to look at in my own life. And so I'm either running, I'm avoiding, I'm disconnecting, I'm shutting down. So once we get that, then assuming that you want to do this, and that's the next piece, do you want to remember? Do you want to see? Are you ready to remember? Are you ready to see? Are you willing to remember? Are you willing to see? These are, again, big points along our journey to reopen this up again. You know, where are we really at? So the people who, you know, find themselves, say, one of my classes or one of my coaching programs, and, you know, and then as they're learning more about me, then at some point, all of a sudden, they start to feel really safe around me. And next thing you know, they're like, I now want to remember. I'm now willing to do this. I want to know now. I do want to see. And if there's areas in my life that I have not been willing to deal with, I'm now ready. I'm now willing to start dealing with those areas. Not all at the same time, not all at once, but one by one. And so that brings us to this next step, and that is the person's willingness and readiness. So what happens when somebody, say, for example, in a seminar, like the the person I alluded to a bit ago, right, they come into day number one, and on day number one, they start to feel so uh, uh, more relaxed. They feel calmer just by being in the seminar than they have for some time. And obviously, they're starting to, you know, I suppose, like me as a teacher, that is. They're liking me. They're liking the way I teach. They're liking what I am teach or, you know, what it is that I teach, Um And so what's happening, they're feeling more and more comfortable. They're relaxing more and more. They're calming down more and more on the inside, which really means they're now becoming more receptive, not just to me. When somebody becomes more receptive to me, what's really happening, they're becoming more receptive to some part of themselves. It's it's one of the gifts I give people is this just naturally starts to happen. And then as it happens, because they're becoming more receptive, they're becoming more receptive on the inside. So now in the case of that person who sometimes uh, just on the first day of a class, that night, because she or he now is in a deeper state of receptivity, uh, two things always happen. They end up getting a better sleep and they end up remembering one of their dreams. And the following morning, they feel refreshed. They feel ready to go. And he's just say they're very excited because they've remembered a dream now. And in some cases, you know, for the first time in the last five years. So when this sort of thing happens, that's usually a really meaningful, meaningful thing to this person. So then they come back into day number two. Now they're even more receptive, not just to me. They're more receptive also to a part of that of themselves. So therefore, this can happen. So that's the next step, is to get to this place where you become more receptive. 
and you become more receptive. That's all found through your willingness and your readiness. So you might say to yourself as in an affirmation, if in fact you want this, and again, you got to want this, right? But you, you, you could say out loud to that of your dream space or to that of your subconscious. Subconscious, I'm ready and I'm willing. I'm ready to dream again. I'm ready to remember my dreams again. I'm willing to do this now. I'm excited about this. So what you're doing is you're sending a new message back to your subconscious. Now, you might have to do this for because if you're doing this on your own without the presence of somebody to support you as in a teacher or a guide or a coach, right? So if you're doing this on your own, you might have to do this for a number of days, maybe even a few weeks. Everybody's going to be a little different here. But the whole objective here is, is to get you to a place of receptivity, as you drop to it to a new place of receptivity, it then just starts to happen. It happens naturally. Nobody has to try to do anything at that place. But where we're working is we're working towards this person just becoming more receptive. As once that happens, then the natural progression is now all of a sudden they remember a dream. So fascinating. Well, I know now my dream space is like, you know, a musical from the 50s and Technicolor with Vista Vision sound. (laughs) What advice could you give someone who does remember them uh, considering, you know, what could they do to understand what they mean if they don't have someone like you there to interpret them? Well, again, the, the first rule is never take them literal, even though every now and again, you could get a literal meaning in the dream. But for the most part, they they are not literal, which really means they're, uh, the, the dream world communicates in its own language. So the reason why, or one of the reasons why I'm referred to as a shamanic dreamer is because the dream speaks in shamanic language. It's a language that's foreign to a lot of people. And just like if you went to a foreign country and you didn't understand the language, to you that language would be foreign you'd have a difficult time connecting with those people. Same thing in the dream space. In the dream space, it's using a different language. So for example, if you see somebody in a pair of sunglasses uh, in one of your dreams, to not take the sunglasses literal. Nine times out of 10, the sunglasses don't really mean sunglasses, but they do mean something. And more specifically, it's going to be a unique meaning to the dreamer. Now, what we got to do is we got to be able to identify what that meaning is behind that pair of shades or that pair of sunglasses. And once we do that, you'll know it because it just, it, it, it connects you. It, it's like connecting dots on a large wall. So when I look into someone's dream with the intention being to serve them, to help them better understand what's going on inside of them and more importantly what's happening in their life and then how to make uh, how to embrace the changes that are knocking on their doorstep right now so when i look it's like a canvas so i'm looking and on the cavern and on this canvas are these dots and i see these dots on the canvas and the dots are represented by different characters different things objects in the person's dream and What I do is I go in, identify what the main dots are, whatever those are, and then I help them to see what what it is that I'm seeing. And once that happens, now they're starting to make a connection. 
and then I drop into the deeper meaning, which means I've got to move from the literal into the shamanic or subconscious world that speaks in a different language. And and really what that comes down to is, all right, so there's a character in this person's dream. Maybe it's uh, someone's dad, and they're walking around wearing a pair of dark shades, dark sunglasses. So rather than to see the sunglasses as literal, I see the sunglasses as symbolic. They're symbolizing something to me that I'm then going to communicate back to the dreamer, or better yet, I'm going to help the dreamer make the connection on their own so they can see. So I want to see if they can make the connection first. As in, what might the meaning be as to why their father is standing in front of them wearing a, uh, a, a pair of dark shades, a dark pair of sunglasses. So needless to say, when you think of sunglasses, what do they do? Sunglasses block out the light. Right. Sunglasses can also be used to hide. Hiding. That's what I was thinking. They're hiding something, right? Right. Yes, because you think about, you know, sometimes you'll see people walk into a room, the room's well lit and they're walking, or the room's not even that well lit and they're walking around with their dark shades on. Right. Right? And I'm not saying you shouldn't wear dark shades. That's not the message here. If you're wearing dark shades and you've come to appreciate that or like that, it's a a cool look for you or whatever that might be, I get it. Right? But that's not what we're talking about here. We're, We're attempting to get to the meaning. Is it possible that the shades are being used So, because you don't want anybody to see your eyes, you don't want anybody to see into you because you might know something that they don't know. Maybe there's a secret. So you see where I'm going. So I'm just, and again, I'm being very speculative here right now because this is really general. I'm using the sunglasses just as an example of how you can start to break down that object. If I could take the same thing with a telephone. I could take the same thing with a computer. I could take the same thing with a television set. I could take the same thing with a tree out in your backyard. I could do the same thing with your garage. I could do the same thing with your basement. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. It's It becomes very colorful once you open yourself up to this. Very colorful, but you got to learn how to do it. Uh, again, it's like if you want to learn a foreign language because you're traveling to another country, you know, you're probably going to have to spend at least a little bit of time just learning about that language. And then even then, you won't have it down on your first round. You're going to have to go and put it into practical application. In fact, in order to really get it down, you're probably going to have to put it into practical application a number of times. And in between those times of putting it into practical application, you're probably going to have to go to your teacher, your tutor, and learn more about that language. Then if you do that over a longer period of time, eventually you start to really understand the language. You know how to communicate it, and you know how to receive it. You know how to hear it. You know how to translate it. And so the same thing here in the dream world, it's just that the dream world has been, in our society up until now, shall we say, it's been so kept away from us. And quite frankly, for the reasons I was talking about in the earlier part of the show, the insights into someone's psyche through the dream space is just, it's remarkable. And it's always 100% personalized to the psyche of the dreamer. So, I mean, this is just, it's information that's so rich 
But once again, it does need to be broken down. It does need to be identified properly or recognized correctly. And then it needs to be processed. It needs to be translated. All of these things need to happen. And, and then as they do, and you'll know it when it happens, because all of us, you just naturally start to feel either more empowered, more connected, more enriched, like a light bulb has been turned on inside of you. And quite frankly, it is. It's like uh, really what's happening. We're bringing light to a situation that was somewhat dark. And as always, when you bring light to a situation that was somewhat dark, it just allows you to see it. It allows you to see it correctly because the light now is being shone on it. And then, of course, in this case, you know, when I'm actually working with the dream, um, then helping the person to bring the dream into their day-to-day life. Because as I said at the opening, with pretty much any and every dream, you can make a direct connection to what happened in the dream space is happening somewhere in that person's day-to-day life. And when that happens, that becomes a whole nother light bulb moment for the dreamer. Wow. I love this topic. We could talk about dreams forever. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So cool. Dale, thank you so much for taking time to be here and to share your insight into the dream world with our listening audience. My pleasure, Mickey. My pleasure. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you, 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explained to you in exact step-by-step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at dalehalawa.com forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.